Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Well, sometimes it snows in April. Um, see what I did there? It was a combination of a Prince song and the fact that it's April. So don't forget to download our app. And register, because you could win a cruise for two at the end of April. I did just see doves fly. I mean, it feels like it, doesn't it? Yeah, coming down in that purple rain. (laughs) Also, we're giving away $107 a day. So find out more. Uh, Just go to the MyTalk app and make sure you're registered and listen every single day on uh, the Colleen and Bradley show, MyTalk 1071, streaming and live. Obviously download the app, but if you want any details on how you can win that cruise uh, or get those $107, it's all on MyTalk1071.com. Correct. All right. So um, we've had a little distance now from uh, the Me Too movement, or at least kind of the heart of the Me Too movement. And we're having an opportunity to kind of look a little bit differently at some relationships as a result of that, of what we've learned. Uh, for instance, the relationship of Courtney Stodden and Doug Hutchison. Right, Bradley? Yeah, absolutely. Courtney Stodden, of course, was 16 at the time that she married 51-year-old actor Doug Hutchison. And that really um, shocked the world. Rightly so. Yep. But I've got issues on and a bone to pick with society. We'll get there in just a moment. But first, I want to tell you why we're talking about this today mm-hmm. here's the headline courtney stodden estranged husband duck doug hutchison is quote ingrained in me because i was 16 okay <sighs> so i read those words and i thought to myself okay well here's a chance for us to finally talk about a story that came out last week you were not here colleen about courtney stodden in buzzfeed she did this like sit down interview I'm not going to bore you with the details, but it's just very eye opening. And she's been talking to People Magazine, like they do that video thing where they sit down and talk about stuff. And so now I think we can talk about this. Really, I just want you to be a little, well, I'm telling you the feelings I want you to have, but I want you to have your own feelings. Um, I want to read for you. Really quickly before we get to it, just just to give context, when we throw out the names, Courtney Stodden, Doug Hutchison, you know, Bradley said she was 16 when she married him. He was, what, 51 when they, 51. When they got married. And Doug Hutchison, if the name doesn't sound familiar, you might know him from his role in uh, The Green Mile. Yep. He also had a role in the TV show Lost. The two of them met uh, when he was her, they met online, I think, but he was her acting teacher. And there's all kinds of weird details and all of them came out in this BuzzFeed article. So society treated this as creepy and weird at the time, certainly. But I don't think we went far enough. And here's why. Here, listen to a little bit of these words from this. uh, This this is excerpted from people's uh, sit down with Courtney Stodden. Stodden says Hutchison, that is Courtney Stodden says of her 
now estranged husband, Doug Hutchison, will always be part of her, and that she feels responsible for him losing his family and career because of their union. I take responsibility for it. I don't want to continue hurting people along the way. I've hurt him a lot. I know that I love him so much, and I think he's also ingrained in me because I was 16. He has his thumbprint all over my spirit, and that part is hard for me to grow out of. He's in my identity. If he wasn't the person he is, I would say he absolutely took advantage of me. But this situation was so unique, right or wrong. Oh my gosh, okay. there's so much so going on right there. I sit there with that quote, and my reaction to that was, yeah, you feel like he was ingrained in you because you were a child yeah. who hadn't fully yet formed her own identity as a human being on planet Earth, and your mother essentially pimped you out to this creeper, and frankly, I don't know, I'm sorry, but any 50 40-something, 50-year-old man who uh, wants to get familiar with a child uh, because she married at 16. Mm-hmm. I don't remember when they started dating, but it, she was at least 14, 14 or 15. 14, I think, yeah. yeah. I thought she was 14, too, but that should be criminal. Mm-hmm. And, and the, that it's not, I, I think, is a technicality because the mother signed off on it, mm-hmm. right? And... um I had this point last week where I was just like obsessed with her, her mom for some reason after I read this piece and there's just, Oh, it's just going to make you feel creepy and gross. But the takeaway was, as you started with the beginning of the segment, Colleen, we've moved on from me too, but I think this is one of those relationships. One of those things that me too shifted our consciousness in a way that makes me think you guys, we totally got this Courtney son, Doug Hutchison thing wrong. Mm-hmm. We totally need to address it. She should not have been allowed to do this. And people need like like something should happen here. I don't know what it is, but like this this was child abuse. Right. Right. Well, and I'm not even connected to the story. Right. Right. I mean, so, okay, a couple things along the lines of what you're saying. First of all, um, she I don't think. Well, I know we know she was not prepared for how she would be portrayed in the tabloids. And that's like a whole extra layer on top of the fact that to your point, she was a child married to a grown, grown adult 50. I mean, he was 51. And actually I I believe that he's actually older than her parents or around the same age. Certainly. And um, they, she did a show on uh, VH1 and I can't remember which one it was because she's done a bunch of reality shows Mm -hmm. on VH1, but she did one specifically where she and her mom uh, would like go through counseling together. And one of the things that came out of that and at the end of that show, their relationship just totally dissolved. But one of the things that sort of came clear, became clear in that TV show Mm -hmm. was that her mother was in love with Doug. Yeah. This. And this was all about kind of like sort of living vicariously through her daughter. Oh, sure. To your point, her mom basically like pimped her out. Yeah. And that, you're right, is criminal. (laughs) When we look at that from with fresh eyes, it's like. Oh, my gosh. And again, to just reiterate the thing, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about Courtney Stodden, and there's this piece on her in BuzzFeed where she's sort of opening up, and I thought, like, okay, let's see what she's trying, what message she's trying to get. You guys, that 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 little clip, that I, or uh, that little blurb that I read you, that just to me says, 
oh my God, she has no clue mm-hmm. that she was, you know, I don't want to say sexually. I don't want to, uh, it's for her. But from where I'm sitting, it sounds very much like here is an, a victim of abuse, sexual, physical, mental, emotional, whatever you want to call it. Um, people far more talented than I am to figure all that out. But she's saying, listen to the, her words, I'm responsible for losing for Doug losing his family and career. Mm-hmm. I take responsibility for it. I don't want to continue hurting people. Like in her mind, she is like the problem, mm-hmm. which just sounds like it sounds like a, an abuse victim who says mm-hmm. they deserved it. Mm-hmm. They, you know, this is something you hear very commonly until they talk to a professional, right? Mm-hmm. Like I, I was afraid to do anything because I didn't want to hurt the other person. Like she's taking on all of this responsibility and carrying it around now into her adult life. Mm-hmm. Whereas most of us have had the opportunity to learn that those things are not acceptable and that that's not appropriate. She hasn't. And she's carrying all this stuff around. His thumbprint is all over my spirit. And she's acting like that's a good thing. No, it's because he like stole your innocence. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, she's 24 now. So lest you think that this is, you know, somebody who has like come of age and is having a reflective thought she's still quite young i mean 24 and she's got this whole like romance thing with marilyn monroe and i'm like yeah that's like some weird ideation going on like i want actual professionals to get a hold of her and help her because i feel like and you know how i said we have no connection to her we actually do and now that i think about it i feel like we're part of, of the, the problem. problem because we had her on our very own show oh yeah and sort of just treated her as you know that she's gotten a bad rap i mean honestly i feel like we owe her an apology but i don't think she's in a place now to understand what that would mean well i i also feel like the optics of it of their relationship when when it first began um felt like that this was more about her her sort of wanting to attain a level of celebrity and that this was an opportunity for her but it's it's like hindsight is 2020 right now that we now that she's out of that marriage and she's talking publicly about it and we've heard stories about how her mother sort of intersected with this and she doesn't even have a relationship with her own father any longer um he does not acknowledge her as his daughter anymore um you sort of start to see it as something completely different. Like maybe to her, that love did feel real. Um, and the celebrity piece of it was sort of an opportunity that was sort of being pushed on her. Well, and what does that sound like? What, when you just said she felt that love was real, who does oh, that sound like? It sounds like leaving Neverland. Thank you. It sounds like the victims uh, of Jenny safe Chuck and, and uh, Wade Robson. Exactly. It sounds like because whatever was whatever was passing between them felt loving to her. And she, you know, was she was finding herself in and she was 16 years old. I mean, she was power like she didn't have. And I don't care to what extent she would say, you know, like, oh, this has happened before and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because nobody cared enough to do anything to prevent it. And we were part of that problem. And that's why I said at the beginning of this segment, there was a, I think there's been some consciousness shifting with me too, where we begin to look at things a little differently. And I don't think in a way that sort of, you know, overreactive, I think it's like, huh, hmm. Um, It's not just hindsight is 2020. It's, you know what? We're no longer going to let. When you know better, you do better. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Maya Angelou. 
Namaste right here. Mm-hmm. Namaste right here because it's snowing. You can't go anywhere. Listen, ah! our whole next segment was going to be uh, calling, letting people call in to tell us if it was snowing where they are, but it looks like it's snowing everywhere. So why don't you just call in and um, tell us how you feel about the snow? <laughs> Six five. We need to be that. more depressed. Six four one one zero yeah. seven one. This big plan on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, <laughs> streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We have this big plan that, you know, we weren't expecting the snow till way later. We were like, oh, let's open up the phone lines and see where it's snowing. Um, but now it's snowing everywhere, it seems. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so that happens. We could give you an update on the forecast. Here's, here's uh, the question for you listeners. How many inches are we getting? Oh, yeah. Let's revisit while I give you the forecast. Do you have our uh, guesses yesterday? We I took do. bets on how many inches we were getting. And I was feeling a little like, ooh, I don't know that I picked the right number. Uh, but Have you uh, changed your mind about that feeling? Maybe. Uh, maybe. But yeah. Okay. Would you like to know? Well, first of all, we did. I did say... You know, since we know it's basically snowing everybody and everywhere, just call and tell us how you feel about the snow. And people did call. Oh, good. So let's get to them and then we'll go through the forecast and then we'll go through our bets. Uh, We've got Lori on the line. Hi, Lori. Hi. Uh, Where are you calling from? Well, Cambridge, Minnesota. Okay. How are you feeling about all the snow? Well, I let me tell you, my job entails driving clients to their medical appointments. So I'm driving all over the place to Wyoming, to White Bear Lake, everywhere. I am not going to like this. We're expecting at least a foot up where I am. Oh, no. A foot. Um, You're not on the road right now, are you? No, I pulled over. Okay, thank you. Thank you. How's the visibility? Um, Pretty good so far. Pretty good. I'm just, you know, I want to get home before anything. So I'm just waiting for my medical client to get done and I can take her home and then I can go park and bang down the hatches. Well, I've got two husky puppies. They're seven months old and they love this weather. So they're excited. Okay. Well, the least the dogs are happy. Thank you so much, Lori. (laughs) Have a great day. And let's go to Jackie. Jackie, how are you feeling about this weather? Where are you calling from, Jackie? Egan. Oh, wow. There was a heavy sigh in Jackie's voice. I mean, I'm a little enraged. I can't even look outside. Um, But if you, I don't know about anybody else, but when I'm angry, I want to blame somebody. Oh, good. So I think as a collectively whole, as a state, I believe that we can blame my sister because tomorrow she's coming up from Florida to visit us. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. What's your sister's first name? Jenny. Okay. Everybody? Say it with me. Dang it, Jenny. That's all you have to do when you're angry because it's snowing. Dang it, Jenny. It's Jenny's fault, y'all. Jenny's fault from Florida. Although, I mean, I guess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I guess. Thank you, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. <laughs> the only thing I would say is I feel like Jenny's going to get screwed, too, because she's coming from Florida to this. So Yeah, it's her fault. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's her fault. Maybe her sister ordered it up because they got some issues. I'm just saying. Okay. Let's revisit uh, our bets from yesterday. We took some bets, the three of us, uh, on how many inches we're going to end up with. Yeah. And originally there were forecasts from anywhere from like zero to like two feet. And we took a bet. And then I was like, oh, you guys, I don't think we're going to get a lot of snow because I was reading the forecast and God. Again, I thought we were getting an inch, and then I thought we were getting two feet, and then... sounds very familiar. Right? College. So, then, we took bets yesterday, and I was like, ooh, and then I read some forecasts last night, and they're like, oh, it ain't gonna... Flakes ain't starting to fly until tonight. Like midnight. Bloop. Okay, what what did we say yesterday? noon? Ready? Holly said 14 inches. Okay. Bradley, I you still said, think that's a long shot, but yeah. Bradley, you said eight inches. I see. I I thought I overplayed my hand. I said three inches. I no. I would have said you were closer to what was actually going to happen. How I felt. Can we agree on a neutral measuring place? How about we say at the airport? At the airport. Always oh, yeah. at the airport. It's always always. Mm-hmm. at the airport. I mean, do we have options? Okay. Well, how many inches is the forecast telling us we're about to get? Uh, well, right now it says locally three to six inches could fall before tapering off in the late afternoon, but more snow will redevelop uh, and come on through. So we're all basically going to be under five, six feet of snow. Okay, not really, but we just don't know enough yet, but um, we'll keep our eyes to the skies. Okay, well, we've got more D bags, uh, more than just the weather. We've got celebrities behaving badly as well after this on my talk. Uh, congratulations to Sarah for her humble brag. She just emailed us and she's like, hi, we don't have any snow yet in St. Michael. Somebody I feel else a little from... left out. Loser. Don't worry, Sarah. We've got You're some for you. <laughs> um, Coon Rapids also uh, in the clear, at least as far as four minutes ago. Rude. So people north of the metro probably faring a little bit better than we are here and further south. At least we ain't in Marshall because they already got about a half a foot on the ground. Yikes. Oh, well, that's not what we came to talk about because uh, this is the time of the show. Uh, the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. <laughs> Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. we love to tell you about the celebrities behaving badly and we call them D-bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Will Meghan Markle and Prince Harry raise baby Sussex on a vegan diet? Are you serious? Yes. That is the article that earned D-bag <laughs> status uh, for today. It comes from our friends at the CheatSheet.com who are no strangers to dumb articles that really mean nothing. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's literally dribble. Aramide Tinubu uh, is the author or authoress of this particular article. Because I thought to myself, self, what? What? Excuse me? What? So, of course, Meghan Markle, uh, Prince Harry going to have a baby. Because mm-hmm. she's pregnant. Because she's pregnant. 
that's how that works usually. Mm-hmm. So somebody over at the cheat sheet thought, is it going to be a vegan baby? <laughs> Turns out vegan babies are things. But then you read the article and you realize ain't nothing to the story other than Meghan Markle likes to eat healthy. Yeah. And other people have babies who eat food, some of which is vegan. So essentially what you're saying is the article asked a question that it can't answer. Will Meghan Markle and Prince Harry raise baby Sussex vegan? That is the question. Mm-hmm. And to your point, yes. There is no answer. So it's not really news. It's more of it's muse. Ponderance <laughs> in the absence of the ponderable. Mm-hmm. Uh, here, let me just titillate your taste buds with some vegan specialities, okay. as the British would say. They do say, by the way, specialities. Yeah. I've never understood it. They also say aluminium, and mm-hmm. that's extra words, letters. letters. Do you ever think that we're doing it wrong, though? But we're Never. not, because there's extra letters. No. Speciality. I'm American. I don't think we're ever doing it wrong. It's the word special with a T-Y. So you tell me. Back to my story. Holly, do you want to be my tea bag? <laughs> I'm kidding. Both Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, it's the weather. Both, <laughs> both Meghan Markle and Prince Harry are very health conscious. The Duchess tends to adhere to a plant-based diet during the week, eating her more guilty pleasures on the weekend. Okay, oh, okay. wait, hold on, stop, sorry. Can I have to just, that's the, the, in that sentence, if the guilty pleasures include meat or anything that is not on a vegan diet. You're not a vegan. You're not a vegan, and that yeah. makes, like, that bugs me. Well, they're, they're not saying she's a vegan, but they're, I which, think she, which further, I think other people have reported oh, that sure, she is. I'm sure, Make them your D-bag tomorrow. But my point is that the thecheatsheet.com is asking a question about the likelihood that the royal baby will be a vegan, mm-hmm. despite the fact that the parents aren't vegan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what we've learned so far. Yeah. The parents, not vegan. Also, the prince has reportedly been eating less meat and more fruit and veg. Therefore, congrats. we should wonder, will Meghan Markle and Prince Harry raise their baby Sussex vegan? There is an unnamed source speaking to Women's Day who says, Meghan wants to raise her baby vegan. More parents are choosing to do that with their kids. In 2018, one in 12 families in the UK are raising kids vegan. That's the unnamed source. Like, literally, those are the quotes. Okay. Which means what? That she made that up. That the unnamed source is, is a staff member over at Women's uh-huh. Day who said, mm, I think Megan wants to have a vegan baby because uh-huh. a lot of people are doing it. Yeah. This is all a house of lies. Uh-huh. Also, I just have issues with vegan babies. We probably don't have time for that. I mean, if I'm being really, I don't know how to say this, but if a baby is having milk from the mother. Well, that's probably allowed, is right? Is the baby vegan? You don't say. I'm Ugh. just, that's just, I'm just Yeah, musing. but women aren't hooked up to udder machines, so I don't feel like that's a problem for most vegans. But that's, you know, there are people who are health vegans and then there are social yeah. vegans. Yeah. Either way. And there's apparently also people who eat meat. Dairy's dairy, right? I mean, the milk is the milk. It's true. It's true. I'm just saying. I mean, somebody's going to email me and tell me why I'm dumb, but whatever. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. It's the weather. (laughs) Just blame the snow. (laughs) Okay. Uh, That's and Jenny and blame Jenny. 
Oh, our caller in the last segment, her sister is coming from Florida, and we're supposed to blame Jenny for the weather. And so also Aranita Tanubu over at thecheatsheet.com, mm-hmm. which just makes me want to say something with those words in a different order that would probably sound inappropriate because it's a pile of cheatsheet.com. Mm-hmm. Um, remember yesterday, this is an update. I have a D-bag update for you. Mm-hmm. Remember yesterday, who was my D-bag? Do you remember? Who was your D-bag yesterday? Mm-hmm. It was probably a mm-hmm. Kardashian? No. That was just a guess. It was R. Kelly. Kelly. Oh, that's right, because R. Kelly did a 20-second concert. Mm-hmm. He did. He did a 20-second concert at the Dirty South Lounge in Springfield, Illinois, uh, where he only sang for less than a minute. And I now know what he sang and how much money he made during this experience. People who attended, the 100 people who paid to attend this concert uh, paid $100 for their tickets. And uh, the song he sang for less than a minute was the opening line of his hit song, Bump and Grind. There ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then curtains, lights, bye. And then he interacted with the crowd and walked away with $20,000. Oh. The man who is being charged with sexual abuse walked away <laughs> with $20,000. Actually, he got he was paid $22,000. $2,000 went to his booking agent and he walked away with $20,000 in his pocket. Wow. For singing there ain't nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. I don't feel like I need to comment further on this. So basically, you've made your point. I think I the have. The world is really garbage. We live <laughs> on Trash Island. Yay. Dumpster fire. Yay. Dumpster rules. And guess what? It's snowing outside. Yay. Okay, we need to change this dynamic. Winter we cannot be warning. this. It started this way. It's the day fact. started this way. What are we going to do? How do we turn this around, Bradley? Well, here's the thing. First of all, it's weather storm like Westeros or Weatherly or When did we start naming these things? I don't know. Because the Weather, the weather Channel. Channel needs something to do. Yeah, they're bored over there. But they just, you know, anybody. But yeah, I think they're it's like, like a- we just guess about the weather every day. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, as Colleen, psychic. Yeah. As Colleen Lindstrom liked to ponder before <laughs> yesterday's show. All those weather psychics. Yes. Is there such a thing as a weather psychic? We're like, yeah, it's called a, well, Holly said it's called a meteorologist. Mm-hmm. And they're on the weather channel. Who's uh, inserting the extra letters now? <laughs> uh, me. Um, it's weather storm. I was just trying to look. Uh, Wesley. Okay. Weather storm Wesley. Wesley. Which is just, I mean, Wesley. Hi. I have a weather store, but Wesley. Well, it sounds like I was like thinking a, of a guy with a shirt off riding a steed oh, across the field. You were. I, I'd much rather be in the middle of that storm. <laughs> How many inches are we getting with that one? <laughs> no, winter storm Wesley does sound kind of mild. Like, hello, I'm Wesley. I have come. You call to me vi- Wes. I'm going to visit you for just a moment, and then I'll be on my way out. Thank you. Yeah, it needs to be like winter storm Hathor. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to still try to turn around your mood. We'll uh, do it. We'll do it. We'll, we'll get, get there. there in the end. You know, we'll you guys, get there. we're on that roller coaster of emotions like you are. You're out there thinking about the rest of your day. Like, oof, 
you got to get those shovels out again. But, you know, we're all going to be doing it together. Uh, we're all experiencing it together. So if you need to reach out and touch someone through the text or the tweets, yeah, uh, don't, you can send us a note. Don't use your hands. I mean, unless you've like gotten approval first. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. When we come back, uh, we've got a Chonus update. But it turns out, I think we might be focusing on the wrong relationship. Chonus, the relationship between Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. Mostly fake. That's yeah. the one that has had all the headlines. But I think we're focusing in the wrong area. Oh, okay. Where I'll, are we going to train our light? I'll tell you, Bradley Trainer. after this <laughs> on My Talk 107.1. Well, we have been uh, distracted by our focus on Chonus. Yeah. That is the mm, relationship marriage of Nick Jonas. Relationship marriage, yes. At relationship slash marriage oh, okay. of Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Now, we call them Chonas. Yeah, because it's fake. Well, we happen to believe that this is an arranged a marriage that is arranged to help boost their careers, and not necessarily based on um, deep and uh, everlasting love, mm-hmm. right? The kind that that songs are written about. Yeah, they might grow to love one another, but I'm just not so sure. I'm not so sure either. And it turns out, Bradley, I think we've been focused on the wrong relationship. Because this morning, one of the trending headlines on Google, though I could only find it written about in like three publications, which tells me somebody's paying to have something trend on Google. I don't know if that happens, but I'm just yeah saying. The headline is the following. Uh, Priyanka Chopra teaches Bollywood moves to sisters-in-law, uh, Sophie Turner and Danielle Jonas. Okay. And now I got a pop-up ad. As they dance the night away. Okay. I don't think that Priyanka Chopra married Nick Jonas for that relationship 100%. I think she was more excited about the relationship she could have with Sophie Turner. Who's in what show? Game of Thrones. Which is like the biggest show on cable television. About to premiere its final season. I don't know if it's a, this relationship is more important than this relationship, but she obviously had all sorts of reasons to buy into this experience. And honestly, I kind of feel like it goes both ways. It is a um, there's a shape that is like round. What do you call those things? Oh, like um, like a circle. Yes. And okay. then there's a Steve Martin movie. What's that called? Oh, the jerk. Yes. Okay. You put those two together. And I think that's what we have here. Celebrity wise. Mm-hmm. They all know the power of celebrity and it's become almost like a not mean girls, mm-hmm. but you will see if you go to their Instagram accounts. There's a lot of, and this happened uh, last week when they, they went to some, one of the final four. Mm hmm. Uh, final games. They were uh, at Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. Mm-hmm. And there were all these pictures uh, and videos of them like hanging out and being besties. And this has been like a recurring theme where like the girls hang out. I mean, remember, they're also in the video for Sucker, sucker right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Jonas Brothers um, video. So they are like, it's kind of like, uh, what do you call that thing again? Optimus Prime or like a the mm-hmm. thing like with the. the- what do you call those people with the tights? I'm so, the oh, tights and Optimus River Prime. Dance. <laughs> yes. 
river dance. Yeah, you know when all those dancers come together and form a giant <laughs> monolith? No, you know the... Optimus Prime, I think. No. The Transformer. No, no, the ones in tights with the helmets on. Power Rangers. Power Rangers. <laughs> Because don't they form like some super beast or well, super power? Yeah, they go into their machines and then their machines combine to form yeah, one form giant like machine. Power Zord or some dumb thing. I don't know. Anyway, I'm just using words. <laughs> so my point is, you've got a Sophie Tucker Turner. You've got a, uh, a Nick Jonas, a Joe Jonas. You've got a, this other one, Danielle. Poor Danielle. Yeah, but she was on the reality show. Yeah, she was on a reality Kevin. show. My life with that guy the jonas <laughs> that nobody the third jonas oh, okay um and then you have, no, that would be the fourth jonas who couldn't even oh, make the band but oh. he was in the audience in the front row because he's a fan yeah, you have to fan. you have to be he's not well okay okay anyway oh, they all formed this giant like celebrity publicity beast that we are now the victims of it's kind of like godzilla walking through the streets of new york but it's the Jonas Beast. Yeah. The, well, yeah. The Jonas Tucker Turner. Um, <laughs> Overdrive. Cho- yes. Chopra. That sounds like a that actually sounds like that could be a band. Yeah. Um, how long do we actually think this is going to last? <sighs> well, a long time. Do you really think so? Oh, yeah. I don't know because this is a family this. that's in it to win it. Remember, it's not just them. Even remember, the whole family is into this. Right. Remember when we saw the, the in the lead up to the wedding, like the mom and the dad and the, you know, extended family. And then they had that pickup truck photo where they were all like in rural Louisiana with like camo on. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, and 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 they always are flashing what their timepieces. Have you ever noticed that? Yeah. Like yeah, we even, pointed that out. But even the extended family, I've started to notice that too, that it's not just the main, the main Jonas, Joe bros and their wives that have those, the watches that they shill for on Instagram. The whole family has them and they're always posing them in pictures. The problem that I have with that whole scenario is I don't know which watch brand that is. So even if I wanted to buy that watch, right? I don't know what it is. I don't, and, and also, also who wears a, wears a watch? watch? Exactly. Holly. Holly does. Sorry, Holly does. I know. Now we're going to get all these calls. I really didn't mean for you people to point yourselves out. Trust me, I live with one of them. Mm -hmm. Fashion watches are a thing. I get it. I'm not one of those people. Um, But to your point, yes, it's like some weird watch cult. Yes. And we are all just the victims and it's only going to get worse and it's going to creep and crawl and they're going to be. I will say that we dodged a huge bullet, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yes, because apparently the rest of the Jonas Beast did not descend upon us. No, and I frankly am surprised. So they did on Penn State. That is, you know, the the Jonas Brothers came to perform at the Armory, I think, mm-hmm. for the Final Four uh, this last weekend. And I was ready to see all sorts of, like, media opportunities of them, like, oh, we're just hanging out. All I saw was one photo of the Jonas Brothers getting off in uh, uh, the airport. Okay. <laughs> Um, did anybody go? I mean, somebody had to have gone to that concert. Did anybody? Well, end up- Jamie tried to go like you would have thought it was the Pope. Oh, it looked oh, like he I was trying to sell things. To desperate go. pleas on social media. Yeah, he did was he was he successful? Trapping. No, absolutely not. OK, I, I want to spend First more all, time on this. His but- his uh, mm, cohort mm-hmm. is probably not the <laughs> like prime demo for mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers. The typical So Jonah, I'm like, where do you Jonah think you're getting tickets from? Like the guys you work at the you know, at the shop with? <laughs> he doesn't work at a shop, but 
I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like you're barking up the right trees here. Exactly. Uh, you need to go the, stand on a corner among the 13 year old girls. Right. He should have hey, gone to, the, to like a local high school and yeah. been like, anybody got Jonas Brothers hey, tickets? Your kids got tickets to Jonas Brothers. You want me to go with you? That wouldn't be creepy at no, all. That would totally be normal. They'd be like, I can't even. There's not even a good joke with that. Uh, in any case, you're right. I think we did dodge a bullet. The We we dodged the gigantic Jonas. The, the Jonas Megazord. Which, by yeah. the way, why But why would they not be? This is what frustrates me about this. We're not good enough for the Jonas Megazord. We provided that's no nonsense. narrative for them. Honestly, mm-hmm. the Penn State thing made sense because they were all doing oh. this like throwback college body shots, dancing on tables. But yep. this is, but like, if you want to get before the eyes, the final four, like that's the big dance. Isn't that what they call it? But the, it's a big, big dance. dance. <laughs> that's what they call it. Don't they have wow. a name for it besides the final four? Isn't there like, whatever. I mean, I, but I the think final the final four, four is enough. But I think so too. But isn't the final four like performing at the final four? That's a big darn deal. I and didn't we just know good enough this for is them? the wrong audience for you because I didn't even know, little known fact that nobody cares about. That there were performances that came along with the final four, like oh, yeah. I just thought the, like a... the thing was the the game. I didn't realize like celebrities flew into town to cash a paycheck. Well, just because it's it's any time when people are coming from all over the country, yeah. descending onto one place because they're all eyes are on you that know this sense. big event, they're going to capitalize on that, right? Mm-hmm. And so like we did have we have had tons of performance, and that's why I can't figure out why weren't they all we had here? none of that. No, Katy Perry. No, uh, Herbergen, what was that band called? The Grifters? The, the, no, it was like the Chainsmokers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Chainsmokers. <laughs> I don't know how. Well, rumor how has it that Katy Perry was at the Wiseman Art Museum by the University really? of Minnesota and she was in the gift shop. Okay. Oh, that was actually. Some girl named Jessica that, that was, somebody thought was Katy Perry. Well, it was on her Instagram stories. Oh, okay. okay. It was Katy Perry right. then. Yeah. But, like, nobody didn't, like, come on. I know. It's like they just whizzed through the city. It was beautiful. Through the city. And nobody, it was like nobody saw anybody. Nobody saw anything. And they all just whipped in, whipped out, and nothing. Not even a little bit of buzz. It wasn't like, remember when we had the, maybe it's because we had the Super Bowl here not so long ago. And people just don't care anymore. Right? We're like, oh, we already saw celebrities. Yeah, Super I don't Bowl. buy that. No, neither do I. I think it was literally like I'm cashing why. a paycheck. I do not have time to spend in your fair city. No, rude. Because we didn't see any of those stories. Like, you know, so and so had the juicy Lucy. So and so took a picture of the cherry and the spoon, and the big blue bird. No, they literally just came in, went directly to the performance. And then turned around and went back yeah. to the airport. I don't know whose fault that is, but somebody dropped the ball. Exactly. Agreed. All right. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, when have you cracked like your entire personality cracked? Oh. You went from doing okay to crack. I mean, I'm about to crack right now when I look outside and see that snow. 651-641-1071. Tell us a story about a time that you just totally cracked. We'll be back. Bradley's got a good one after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. 
visit amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Hi, I'm Bonnie Curry, one of the narrators on the Abide app, a premium ad-free biblical meditation experience. Join the millions of people who download the Abide app to reduce stress, improve sleep, and experience the peace of God every day. You can text the word PEACE to 22433 for a seven-day free trial of Abide. Just text PEACE to 22433, and you'll likely hear from me again on the app as I guide you through daily meditations or help you fall asleep and experience the peace of God.